Well, hello, and welcome back to Watch Dogs Radio. This is Keith Shoemaker. I am at the Georgia Family Engagement Conference in Athens, and I am here with Janelle Corbett, who has been the coordinator for the vendor part of the the program. She's actually who I've been working with very closely uh, in this program to try to get up here to get connected with parents in the state of Georgia. This has been an awesome event. It's a cooperative agreement between Georgia PTA, Georgia Department of Ed, and the United Way. Janelle, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio, and tell us about tremendous tremendous success. You have every right to be extremely proud for doing a great job. So tell us what went on here this weekend. Oh, we had a fabulous weekend, a victorious weekend. We actually, as you stated, it is a collaboration between Georgia Department of Education as well as the United Way and Georgia PTA. And also with the Georgia PTA, um, we were responsible also for bringing some vendors in. And it wasn't just vendors of all different types. These these vendors were actually bringing in programs, different ways that they would be able to to bring different programs into the schools for the parents, the teachers, as well as being able to buy different materials and even just give information, just some some free resource, open resource information to be able to take back to the schools. So not only were they able to hear major speakers, they were able to see workshops to bring different programs in, and information into the school. So with the, with the actual vendor portion, we were able to not only open up the minds and give different options for people, mm-hmm. but also for you to connect more one-on-one directly with the attendees. We had about 1,200 attendees, plus actually staff and volunteers who were here. So you probably touched somewhere near about 14. 1,500 people. That's awesome. And, and of course, this is a, a PTA event. But, of course, we had a lot of people that were um, Title I, parent liaisons, parent reps, um, that aren't necessarily connected with PTA, even though they may or not, may not be a PTA school. But, um, but we had a great uh, a chance to talk to some of the rural schools. Now, I work with a lot of schools in Metro Atlanta, the big school districts, but it, it's so refreshing to see a school district send somebody that's a one school di- one school county. Um, and, and there are so many of them in, in Georgia, rural Georgia. They're out there. They're struggling with the budget cuts, and they're struggling with just trying to give the kids a quality education with just the basic fundamentals of what they have. So a conference like this gives them additional resources, not only to bring funding into their, their programs, but to be able to find out what else is out there on a national basis to bring in national programs. So, so can you tell us a little bit about, maybe I've stolen your thunder here, but uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, with the resources and from a national level, you're able to actually open up to say, okay, you may have this X amount of dollars, but with that, let me show you what you can do. Mm-hmm. So you're able to give them that without, with, with situations where they may not be able to research it. To the best of their knowledge, you're giving it to them. Mm-hmm. So with that one-on-one, with people who you, weren't, you would not be able to touch, you're able to spray, and the, the, spray all of your knowledge and information that you have, mm-hmm. and they take it back to their school system, sure. to, the, to everyone who they they touch back to where they are in their counties, and it continues to spread. And that's mainly why we bring the vendors in. Mm-hmm. How can you reach people that you would not touch, who may not touch your website right off, but now mm-hmm. have piqued that interest, and they'll be able to take you further? Sure. And, and nationwide, we've seen a parent engagement. This is probably one of the leading parent engagement conferences that I've seen, but I'm seeing them in Texas, Ohio, and mm-hmm. and in other states that are starting to pick up on this, where a small school district can, for the, within their budget, they can send somebody here without having 
having to fly somebody out to Dallas or or to somewhere where they can get those kind of connections. So so thank you, Georgia PTA, uh, Georgia Department of Ed, for doing this for our schools mm-hmm. that, that are at the local level to be able to have these opportunities to hear this level of speakers. So this has been great. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for attending. We look forward to working with you again. Thank you, Janelle Corbett, for being with us. Thank well, you. once again, from the Georgia Parent Engagement Conference in Athens, Georgia, this is Keith Shoemaker for Watch Dogs Radio. Well, of course, once again, uh, thank you to uh, Janelle and, and everybody uh, at Georgia PTA for uh, putting this uh, wonderful conference together. Of course, uh, you don't want to give a shout-out to Rita Irv, President, uh, Lisa Marie Haygood, President-elect, um, Donna Kosicki, immediate past president of PTA, uh, and some of these folks that have really worked. This was an amazing conference. We had about, as, uh, as I said, we had about 1,200 people there, and, and some really um, high-level speakers that just to get a chance for some of these rural Georgia schools that really don't have a lot of a budget to be able to send people out for training. It was great to be able to have those people um, there and to be able to give them that training. So uh, I also have another interview that, uh, that I want to get to and we'll get to here towards the end of the show. Um, and that is uh, Sandy Ferraro from North Fayette Elementary School. Uh, we just happened to have a conversation uh, about her watchdogs program and, uh, and she had some, some pretty interesting ideas. So, uh, so towards the end of the show, uh, we're going to make sure that we get that interview with uh, Sandy Ferraro on. And uh, I'm going to bring Chris back in there. Chris, you there? I am, Keith. I'm here. All right. Well, at this time, I'd like to bring in our special guest for today's show. Um, his name is Hotep, and Hotep is the uh, CEO. Actually, I'm going to let him do uh, his own introduction, but uh, he, he is with Hustle University. So, Hotep, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful in yourself, Keith. Doing very well. Enjoying this uh, sunshine here in Atlanta after we've had such a frigid uh, past week or two. So uh, we're enjoying this. Yeah, me too. I was a little down and down and out with the weather. And so I'm making my comeback with the sun. So uh, it feels go. good to uh, it feels good to see it. feels good to feel it. And it feels good to be back on top of my game. So thank you for having me on the show today. That's awesome, and I, I, um, I'm so sorry. I saw you at the, uh, at the conference over the weekend, didn't get a chance to talk to you, so, uh, so this is our chance to talk. But, uh, but what I want to do, um, I'm going to let you kind of introduce yourself and tell us what Hustle University is. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Hotep. I'm president and founder of Hustle University. And you heard Keith correctly when he said it the first time. He said Hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E, Hustle University, where the scholars make dollars. Um, I'm a former educator in DeKalb County here in Georgia and um, retired from teaching a few years ago based off the success of the work that I was doing not only in the classroom but outside of the classroom as I was working as a success coach for entrepreneurs. And I realized that um, uh, some of the work I was doing for entrepreneurs was having a higher impact than some of the work I was doing in the classroom. And so what I was able to do is bridge the gap between the impact of the work that I was doing outside for entrepreneurs and also what I was doing within the school systems to create Hustle University. I want to speak a bit about why uh, the the program that I had developed was successful. Um, You know, we talk a lot about entrepreneurship and why that whole idea of entrepreneurship is so um, can be so impactful within our classrooms and for communities abroad. You know, when you think of an entrepreneur, you know, the, uh, an entrepreneurship is not just a um, 
not just a skill set, but it's almost like a uh, a personality type, almost an adoption of a particular uh, outlook on the world and how one approaches it. So when you watch documentaries and you hear about successful entrepreneurs, what do you hear? It's very uh, you hear very um, very common themes: the idea mm-hmm. that one should be a problem solver. Right, the idea of problem solving isn't that something we hear in schools all the time? Yes. Right. Yes. Entrepreneurs yes. are entrepreneurs are leaders, right? Don't we want our young people to be leaders? We want our young people to step out and move forward in the direction that they so choose and lead, right? So leadership, entrepreneurs are leaders, and we want our young people to be leaders. Why else is entrepreneurship so important, so and so impactful? Another thing is uh, the idea of self confidence and belief in oneself. You know, all mm-hmm. entrepreneurs are known uh, to be such because not only are they a problem solver, but they have taken it upon themselves to be the one to solve that problem. And so, um, you know, when we talk about esteem, um, another another idea that's common amongst uh, entrepreneurs is this, this idea, this word called resilience, right? We, we hear mm-hmm. resilience in education all the time. Well, entrepreneurs by nature are resilient people. It's not the fact that they... Uh, never fail, but they never let failure stop them. And so those are four ideas that, and, and commonalities that you find amongst entrepreneurs. And uh, likewise, those are, com- those are common themes that we want to teach our young people in the classrooms for their academics. And so uh, I was able to see this very clearly as I was working with adults and older young people because uh, there's an appeal for entrepreneurship. Different from education, there's an appeal for entrepreneurship, young people, particularly uh, what they call at-risk young people in particular, uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they want to be their own boss. They want to be in charge of their lives. They want to be the masters of their destiny, and entrepreneurship is appealing because, I mean, what, what, uh, what person, not only a young person, but what adult does not like the idea of making some money, right? Exactly. So uh, we had the appeal, the attention of young people as with the work that we were doing with entrepreneurs, and I realized how I could bridge the gap because I was a school teacher at the time, with um, with the academics and the curriculum, the Common Core, and all those different things. So we bridged those two things together, and then we created the Make Away program. Because um, and that that title, that name, Make Away, comes from the Hustle University slogan. If you I was just going to ask you about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you can't find a way, Make Away. That is our slogan under Hustle University. So um, we developed the uh, educational consulting side of the business, which is called uh, the Make Away program. And we have been, uh, for the last two years, implementing that program in schools throughout the southeast region and beyond. So what is it that you, what does the program do in the school? Is it, is it, um, well, go ahead. Okay, well, the Make Away program in short is a social, emotional, college and career readiness program in disguise. And we always say in disguise because, you know, as, as practitioners of education, you know, we like to utilize, um, you know, these phrases, social, emotional, intelligence, and college and career readiness. But at the end of the day, that means very little to our young people, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we say, uh, we indeed, our program is a social, emotional, college and career readiness program, but it is in disguise. And we, we say that because, Oftentimes we want to give young people things that are good for them, right? We want to feed them good things. You know, when I I was growing up, my mom always wanted uh, uh, her children to uh, take uh, cod liver oil, right? Cod liver oil is good for you, (laughs) yeah, right? It's good for you. She said, son, take this, but it tastes nasty. So, you know, we had an aversion to cod liver oil. But uh, I think one of the greatest inventions 
uh, recent in recent times has been uh, gummy vitamins. Right? You guys know yeah. that gummy vitamins, right? And why why are gummy vitamins such a good idea? Well, it's good for you, but it also tastes good. So the children uh, actually want to take their vitamins, you know. And so, likewise with our program, our program we say is in disguise because not only is it good for the young people and the educators, but also it's something that they want in their schools. It's, it's a young, it's a, a program that young people love to learn about and, and, and be involved in. It's something that the educators it makes it easier for educators to do their job. So, um, our program focuses on four areas. Uh, the first one is relevance, mm-hmm. uh, getting young people. Uh, reacclimated to the process of education and understanding in a very meaningful manner why school is important in a meaningful way, in a way that hasn't been answered in the past. So relevance is first. The second component of the Make-A-Way program is resilience, teaching that idea of overcoming struggles and, and challenges in one's life. Uh, the sure. third component is, is leadership, and the fourth one is transitioning, transitioning knowledge from one context to another. Hmm. Okay, okay. Because we see in our youth, you know, so many of them are dealing with, as you mentioned when you talked about resilience, so many of our young people are dealing with so many outside influences. When you're talking about the breakdown of the family, you're talking about, you know, who are they going to be staying with this weekend, or or do they even know who they're going to be staying with? Or some kids are even in a situation where they may not even know where their next meal is coming from. So um, yes. so that is, a, is an excellent point. And I understand you've had uh, quite a bit of success. You've got some really good numbers going. Yes, yes. Um, you know, just over the, the last couple of years, uh, our program has been adopted in over 900 schools. Um, wow. And it, it's consistently grown. Yeah, it's really been a, a blessing, you know. And um, I, it's interesting that, you know, when I first started my journey as an entrepreneur with a company named Hustle University, you can imagine the frowns and the stares mm-hmm. and, you know, all of the uh, the negative context or connotations that people may have placed on that. And, uh, you know, five, six years later, now they call us by name. You know, they want to do radio interviews about Hustle University now. You know, and yeah. um, part of that reason is because things literally are that bad. Things have uh, gotten to a point in education in our society today that people realize that with drastic times, some drastic measures, and uh, mm-hmm. although I wouldn't consider my uh, our program a drastic measure, um, people now have gotten to a point where they are willing to try something new. They say, you know, this, this old school stuff is not working anymore. We need something, something new. Different something different. That's right. We need something fresh, a, a different approach, something that um, might be more relevant to today's young people and, and the language that they speak. Um, that appeals to them in the way that they need to be appealed to. And mm-hmm. so, you know, here here we are today, and um, you know, they call us by name, Hustle University. We they, they write us purchase orders and checks and ask for Hustle University. And I laugh every time I hear somebody say it because, you know, five years ago they would have never called that name out before. Exactly. Now, you mentioned 900 schools. Is that uh, what – what area is that in? Is that primarily in the southeast, or is this nationwide, or, or where where are you focusing? Our program is utilized nationwide, but primarily I'd say 90% of the, the schools that are utilizing our program are in the southeast region. It has been something that uh, I spoke about with my uh, the rest of my team and deciding as we move into this year 
how we wanted to approach things. And, you know, for example, we spent some significant, in fact, when we, we saw you in Las Vegas um, mm-hmm. a couple months ago, and uh, the reason for us being there in Las Vegas was to say, listen, you know, let's uh, spread out a little bit and, and share what we're doing here with the rest of the nation. And, um, wow. but we had, we had to be very careful about that because, uh, at the end of the day, our, our company is still a small company at mm-hmm. this point, and we don't want to spread ourselves too thin. We want to be able to service all yeah. the school systems that we work with and deliver top-notch products. And um, so uh, at this point, um, although we will service any school system in any country throughout the world, uh, mm-hmm. it is it is our intent to go deeper as opposed to going wider. And what I mean by that is, um, this, we're, we're still, even at 900 schools, just scratching the surface. And so uh, we've made a conscious decision to focus on, this, uh, on the southeast region and go deeper mm-hmm. here and just, uh, you know, plant our, our, our flag and, our, and sink our, our hands and our, and our roots here more fir- firmly in the southeast region uh, before we decide to spread out a little right. further. So, Sure. Hey, hey, Hotep, I'm Chris, and I, I help co-host, uh, you know, Watchdogs Radio uh, with Keith. Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted to bring Coastal University to their school, how would they? How would they do that? Um, the process is simple. They, uh, I would, I would ask them to visit our site, uh, which is uh, the Make a Way program site, which is at makeawaynow.com. That's make a waynow.com and there they will see a list of um, our trainings, staff trainings that we provide, youth presentations, uh, more information about myself and uh, my background and uh, from there um, they can contact us through that website. I can give a phone number out now if you would like me to if uh, is that okay with you guys or or they can contact us at 404 Two nine four seven one six five. Again, that number is four zero four two nine four seven one six five, and uh, we can in- engage a, a school system that way and discuss their needs. And be more than happy to talk with them about uh, what's going on in their schools and how we can be of service. Well, great. Well, we I thank you that very question, much for uh, for joining us, and, uh, and oh, certainly you. if you if you want to learn more about Hustle University. Go to makeawaynow.org. Is that right? No, makeawaynow.com. Dot com. I'm sorry. Okay, makeawaynow.com, or you can call 404-294-7165. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, well, thank you, Hotep. We appreciate your time, and we appreciate you joining us today. Thank you, Keith and Chris. I appreciate both of you guys. Thank you for the hey, time. Thank you. And the opportunity. Take care. All right, and once again, that was Hotep from Hustle University. So if you get a chance, check that out and see what a great program that is. Um, one of the other things I wanted to get to today, and uh, and this is uh, going back to the Georgia Parent Engagement Conference, uh, which was in Athens this past weekend. Um, I had a chance to speak to some great folks uh, from across the state of Georgia. We have about 86 uh, schools running the Watchdogs program here in Georgia. We've got another 11 that are in the process of launching now. Um, so I had a chance to speak to some people, and it's really great to be able to talk to somebody um, and then have somebody step up behind them and just kind of listen where you think you're, you're listening to them 
uh, they're listening to you uh, talk about the, the program, and then you realize that uh, they say, well, we have the program. We've been running it for X number of years. This is what we do. So uh, in the process of doing that, a uh, young lady stepped up, Sandy Ferraro from North Fayette Elementary School in, uh, in Fayetteville, Georgia, um, and she started to talk about the program, and it was so easy for me to just step back and let her talk. But one of the things that she mentioned, and Chris, you're going to enjoy this, um, we talked about how she manages her Watchdogs Wall of Fame at North Fayette Elementary. So let's hear from Sandy Ferraro. Well, hello and welcome to Watchdogs Radio. I'm Keith Shoemaker. We are in Athens, Georgia today. We are recording this for playback on our regular Tuesday show, but we are at the Family Engagement Conference, which is a cooperative effort of the Georgia PTA, the Georgia Department of Ed, and the United Way. This has been an amazing conference. We are actually here. We gave the Watchdogs Workshop this morning. We had about 80 folks in there, had some great participation. Uh, there's about 1,200 people here at the conference, and and this is they do this every other year they do it in uh, in odd number years this is a great opportunity for PTA members for parent engagement counselors people with title 1 programs to be able to come in and learn about new programs different programs that are going on and of course watchdogs is one of the best programs involved to be able to get parents involved to get that other half of parent involvement into your school well uh, i am here at the watchdogs booth and i am here with Sandy Ferraro from North Fayette Elementary School school and we were just having a conversation and she brought up a great idea that she uses at North Fayette to be able to uh, just not only take your wall of fame that you are already doing but to take it to a even higher level so Sandy welcome to Watchdogs Radio and tell us a little bit about what you do in addition to your wall of fame well hey thank you so much for having me here this has been a wonderful experience for me and I love watchdogs and our, our dads absolutely love watchdogs and yes I had a great idea um, beginning this year because to try to get even more dads involved what better way than to put it out there and let the let other people see and know what they're doing so one of the things that we do after we take the pictures and before the dad leaves for the day I have them fill out a form for me with a sentence or two and most of the time they just ha don't have enough lines to write for everything they want to say give me a, a sentence or two about how your day was what kind of day, did you have fun what was your best experience what would you like to tell everybody out there so they do they write that and then I print out their picture with the caption of what they say and put it on my wall and I absolutely love to see because it's in our main hallway I absolutely love to see other parents moms that any guests that's in our building take a look at our wall and see what each of those dads have said about their day and of course they just can't have enough great things to say everybody is just absolutely pleased to you know be a part of their child's life they really don't know until they walk in those shoes of the teachers and the counselors and then the PE teacher and the janitor and I mean I had three dads cleaning out closets one day and it was just wonderful this was by Christmas around Christmas time we can't say enough we just love the watchdogs program and we are so thankful that it's, it's around and our, our dads absolutely love it and this is something that our parents are learning by looking at the wall reading what's going on and they're like hey I think I'd like to do that too so they sign up so our program has really increased Sure, and not only are they seeing the pictures and seeing the faces on the dads and the kids on the, the normal Wall of Fame picture, but they actually get a chance to get some insight as to what the guy's thinking during the picture. That That's just awesome. It's a great idea to be able to do that. So do you add, just add that as a like a thought balloon kind yes, of thing? It's a thought balloon, and I also have um, a couple of dads who are regulars. We have regulars Monday morning guys or Fridays that have agreed to become, sometimes they, the, some of the dads who are kind of interested that I 
not, not quite sure what it's about. Even though I tell them, they would like to hear from their peer, from another dad. So not only could they read what's on our wall, but I also have dads that they can call and say, hey, you can go, I tell them you can call Mr. So-and-so, and he will tell you all about it from his perspective. Wow, you know? that's so awesome. We, Just like we do yeah. from principal to principal, counselor exactly. to counselor, teacher to teacher, exactly. you do that at the local level. That's and, amazing. And they really enjoy it because sometimes they don't want to ask too many questions. They don't know what to ask, but when they're talking to another male, it's more, they feel more comfortable about it. So they do ask a lot of questions. And then, of course, they always love it and they want to participate. Sure. Now, how long have you been running the program? Actually, I've been running the program this year, but this is our second year. Mm-hmm. Okay, last year was just kind of starting out. And uh, I had a lot, there was another uh, lady who's now who's a teacher. She went back to work in the classroom. She started it. And I just kind of running with it now, now uh, that it's... Uh, that's great. Now, how many, can, do you know right offhand about how many guys you have that participate in the program? Do you, have a, do you know what number you have on your roster? Yeah, well, from our kickoff night, when we, we had a kickoff, we had 50 dads sign up just on that one day. Sure. So, for, you know, of course, for, throughout the year, each time I get calls. So, I mean, that's a great... See, last year, we had about, about 60 dads all together. We've had... We were, we're already reaching that number just this half of the year. So, you know, we still have until May. <laughs> so wow, that, that is awesome. We are definitely uh, very happy to. And we get grandparents, we get brothers, you know, older college kids that come during a break, uncle. Obviously, it's for any male person in the family. So Sure, and, and of course, we also want to give other schools in Fayette County the opportunity to come and see your program or to hear about your program. Have you had interest from other schools? Actually, I did a presentation for some of our other Title I schools, parently liaison. I have a, a tri-board. I have a lot of information for them, and so I'm waiting to kind of hear back and see how interested they are. We just had that done a couple weeks ago. So Well, that's great. Well, thank you, Sandy Ferraro from North Fayette Elementary School. Once again, this is Keith Shoemaker with Watch Dogs Radio. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, we are running out of time. So I'm going to... Uh, Chris, how much time we got left? We have about 30 seconds. Okay. Well, Actually, we're down that, to 20 now. Okay. Well, in that case, we will bid you adieu for another week of Watch Dogs Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, the only schools that don't have a watchdogs program are the ones that don't know enough about it. Join us next week. We're going to be on Monday, and we're going to have a special guest. So we look forward to seeing you then. Thanks hey, for Keith, joining us on Watch Dogs Radio.